I went to the doctor. Yeah. For the first time in 20 years. I had never been for an adult physical, which is what I told him. He's did, like, what do you need? Did you put your finger up? He's like, what do you need? I was like, I have no fucking clue what I need. So he asked me a couple questions, and they told me to stand up and take my pants off. Hmm. And it was going on. But it was just, a, it turns out it was just a hernia check. So he didn't, no finger up your asshole? No, but after his hernia check, he grabbed each ball in a hand, and he massaged him around a little bit, which is Did you get hard? No, his hands were very cold. If they weren't, maybe. He's a very old man, but I thought that was weird. Welcome back to your football fantasy. Grab a drink, roll back your foreskin, and let Dwee's Nuts, Big Wiz, and the Bullfrog stroke your fantasy loins. Your football fantasy, back here with you again, Dwee's Nuts, Big Wiz, and the Bullfrog, all on the couch. Remember, we are a every other week show here in the offseason, so if you were wondering where our episode was last week... Uh, yeah, it's not it didn't happen. Not gonna get one next week either. So we'll talk about the Super Bowl a little bit now, uh, and a little bit after it's over. But boys, how are we doing? Fantastic. That's yo yo. That's what I like to hear. What's up, Gary Haddow? I heard Gary on at least four other podcasts this week alone. So today's today's episode. So so y'all know, not a ton of actual fantasy football talk here. We're going to gloat a little bit about the things we did well. We're going to talk a lot of shit to each other about the things one another did poorly. We're going to take a whole shitload of shots. Uh, and we'll do a little bit of talk at the end about some fantasy football-related stuff you might want to hear. But really, this is just our year-in-review episode. We kind of we kind of break down how we did. We lay it out there for you guys a little bit. And as competitive as we are, we make... We make uh, Make everything a bet, so that should be that should be fun. This week in football. Should be fun, but Bullfrog's got that look on his face that says, I'm not really into this right now. I'll be checking my watch in about thirty minutes. It's possible. We gotta ramp <laughs> it up there, buddy. I enjoy yeah. the show much more over the summer when I have less responsibility. Oh go fuck yourself. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> You know that feeling, right? Good fucking job. <laughs> God, jobs are overrated. Oh, speaking shit. of, uh, speaking Don't of, you want to become useful members of the economy? Speaking of folks no. being out of work, Keekley, mm. Luke Keekley retires. Eli Manning retired today. I think the Keekley one was interesting. I think he's still got some something in the tank. Only thirty. They said, I read an article that the two best linebackers of this decade have retired before the age of 30. Patrick Willis. And, and Keekley. And Keekley. I like Keekley a lot. Keekley said in his uh, press release, but in essence, it was, uh, he's always, his game has always been speed. He's, mm-hmm. he's always a very fast linebacker. He doesn't feel like he can play at the speed he needs to play at to do his team a service anymore. That's why he's walking away. So, Dude, like, if I had my, If I had my 20 mil and every day I woke up, I felt like ass and hurt. I'd say fuck it, too. Pretty sure it's more than 20. You're probably right. Yeah, I agree with you. Eli Manning retired like, well, because he had no other option. He's yeah, I'm okay with trashy. I saw a lot on, on, on Twitter, even on Facebook, about uh, Tom Brady like breathing a huge sigh of relief because Eli's finally out of the league. <laughs> Eli's got apparently one of the best records against him of all the quarterbacks. 2-0 in the Super Bowl. That have been around for a long time, so... Uh, there's that. 
Not everybody's retiring, though. Larry Fitzgerald is coming back for another season. Apparently, he really enjoyed that offense. Kyler Murray, he loves the kid. I don't think Larry Fitzgerald... The back half of the season proved to us that he's too old to play, right? He's not He's not somebody that you're going to have anywhere near no, the team. He had some good games right down the stretch. Early? Down the stretch. Yeah. Did he at the end there? Two <laughs> touchdowns in a row, I think. They were all random except for Kyler Murray. Or something. And you were starting rookie sales Because I had Jones. to play him in Dynasty, and he fucking was... Yeah? He fucking scored a little bit right at the end. Did he, you beat mid, us? Mid, did he mid, help you beat us? He did. Oh, he did. Fuck. Mid-season, he was slow. He was sucking, but... Oh, fuck. Hey, hey Ian Rappaport uh, reports that he fully expects, and he's hearing things about the Panthers going to be trying to trade Cam Newton here coming into the spring. What pick do they have? Not seventh, a pretty seventh, quick I one. Think, yeah. like that. But but not enough to get one of those They'd top have to trade quarterbacks. Up. No, they'd have to trade up to get one of those two quarterbacks. Although, but, but there's plenty of quarterbacks around. Even, like, Herbert's going to be around right there. He probably won't go in the top ten. This guy's going to be there. But they've got yeah, but two young quarterbacks two. right now, right? Kyle Allen, who's the other guy that came in at the – Will Greer? Like, Will they got Greer options. and Kyle Allen. That's great. They don't, they don't need this kid. I, so Somebody was throwing a rumor out there about Carolina's coach was willing to fucking trade their whole fucking draft house to move up to get Burrow, his boy. Because he was the OC. He Cincinnati was, is Was he the old OC too? Well, I mean, their young OC is the guy from LSU. Oh, yeah, yeah. The What's guy we name? talked about. Uh, That's Joe only Burr. 30. Or not Joe Burrow. Joe, Joe Grady? Joe, Joe Brady, yeah. Cincinnati has been clear. The <laughs> trade would have to be fucking insane. To not. Yeah. We're talking five first-round picks kind of crazy to give away... What, hometown. what everybody in the world thinks is is uh, as sure thing as you can get after watching this kid go ape shit in big game after big game in a college or an NFL offense, uh, throwing NFL throw right like this is yeah he's going to Cincinnati that's not going to happen. Lots of coaching changes. We'll like I said we'll get to those later. Um, one last thing to mention the Hall of Fame class for the year 2019 or 2020 whatever year that technically is has been announced and to me this cements chicago as the absolute bedrock of individual greatness in the history of the nfl Uh, two more bears and a chicago cardinal by the way going into the hall of fame this year that means 30 individual players whose primary contributions came as chicago bears are now in the hall of fame that's best in the league. Green Bay has 26. I'll give it to him. Pittsburgh, 22. Washington, 20. Nobody else has even 20. And the Bears are sitting at 30. Uh, those are my boys. You're starting to sound like a Michigan fan talking about all this history over here. Bear down, baby. <laughs> Bear down, baby, is what it is. There's some news. I'm sure we missed a bunch. Antonio Brown got arrested a couple of times. Fine. He's Whatever. Got, he's got CTE. Who fucking, who fucking He's got cares? a hole in his brain. He's had a hole in his brain since he was born. Fuck. Did you guys watch that Aaron Hernandez thing on no, Netflix? No, it's pretty good. Basically, it just came out and said he's gay a lot, I heard. Said he's gay a lot, and that was part of his problem. Yeah. He was upset about being gay. That's why he turned to the rage. And then the CTE gay. stuff. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was not too bad. Check it out. Big Wiz and his stat of the week. Being Super Bowl week, or leading into the Super Bowl week pretty soon, um, we're going to have some Super Bowl stats to you guys. I'm not sure if it's going to be guessing games for you guys as much as I wanted to tell you guys some interesting stats. 34 out of 47 Super Bowl champions have been ranked in the top 10 in NFL rushing yards per game. Nice. Okay. 72% of the time. 49ers, where do they rank per game? That'd be number, number one. Number two overall. Two. Behind the Rams. 
Where, where do the Chiefs rank? Rams. 28? 23. Jesus. Kevin, two Super winning quarterbacks were not drafted in the NFL draft. Can you guys name them? Two Super Bowl winning quarterbacks not drafted not in drafted. the NFL draft. One's recent, you guys should know. Yep, Kurt Warner. That's one. Boo! Motherfucker! Not recent? Yeah, he was. We all saw them win the Super Bowl. Trent Dilfer. No. Steve Young? Steve Young. Steve Young got drafted. Steve Young would be to, to, to AFL? Or the, no, he's drafted to the CFL. Canadian Football League. Canadian. How about that? Uh, yeah, How about that? that? Well, that was pretty interesting. We're talking shots. Now, so the listeners know, on our document here, I have a lot of information that is hidden from you guys. Is it? I'm going to unhide it now. Here are our shot totals. Our shot totals based on year-long bets and performance overall go like this. Dweez Nuts here, I owe you eight shots. Bullfrog, you also owe us eight. Big Wiz, you're going to be taking 13 shots today. Yeah. I think. Uh, if you sure can enough. handle it. We're going to roll through the different areas here and explain what shots you owe and why. Start pouring some shots. We'll take them as we go. The first thing I want to do here, guys, is the rankings review. Now, as you know, at the beginning of the season, we ranked all the players at all the positions. We went through with a very complicated formula. Um, I went through and ranked all these by position. Here's how it goes. As far as quarterbacks... 100% is the best possible ranking between the three of us. Falls after that. At the quarterback position, Bullfrog wins the rankings. Best quarterback rankings uh, beginning of the season. His 100% uh, was as good as it got on this in this studio. I came in second at 93 relative to his 100 in Big Wiz. You were at 90. You were the worst quarterback ranker of the bunch. Next up, running backs. Bullfrog wins the running back ranking as well. Much closer this time. His 100 was matched nearly by my 99 and your 95. So we were a lot closer in the running back rankings than any other rankings, which is nice to see. At the wide receiver position, I win that. My 100 means I had the best wide receiver rankings. Bullfrog followed closely with the 99 and whiz. 85 for you, sir. And at the tight ends, guess what? I won that one too. Bullfrog, 96 came in second. Whiz, you were in last place on all four positional categories. You have said it before on this show. It's a rough Season for you in fantasy football. Nobody poured me one. You fucking poured yourself shots. Can you goddamn pour my glass full? Fuck. Just, just me. What are you, selfish son of a bitch? Pour some shots. What do you want? I'll start with something simple. This one? Yeah. So if you break all those down and you look at it, the best ranker on this show in last place with a total of 359 out of 400 possible points. That's you, big whiz. You're going to have to improve. You came in second last year, though, so maybe you won last year. I don't know what it was. Actually, I think you won the rankings last year, Wiz, so you get a pass yeah, well, to come in last here. And it's last fix, by a lot. You guys got to fix some of this shit. Though. I came in second, 392 possible po- uh, total points out of 400 possible. That means we're 395. The Bullfrog is the best ranker How on this that, show. How about that, Gary? Right there. Hey, I was close. You. I was bitch. fucking close. We're going to talk later on about some specific rankings that you sucked at. Um because I get to call you out Here's on some one. shit. But Cheers. Wiz, this is one of your shots, is losing at these uh, rankings badly. <clears throat> You're not wrong. It's a bad year for you. I expect you to fix it next year, or we'll, we'll replace it. Why are we... Part of the reason is because I'm not ranking the same amount of players you guys. Take notes, Rank I think. more saying. Let's talk <clears throat> year-long bets. Yay! The big Wiz here is fond of claiming his bet numbers from last season. You, you were pussies last year. You were much better. Bets. 
at making bets. You say that, but I made more bets than anybody this year. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and highlight the uh, the actual numbers for you here. You can see how we did on all of our bets year long and in season. Okanadia bet made two bets this year. He lost them both. He's the big loser. The good doctor made four bets on the season. One out of three correct. He's in uh, next to last there, right behind Permafrost. Bullfrog, you may have been a great ranker, but as the betting goes, you made 17 bets this year. You only won six of them. Not very good. 35%. No. Bullfrog, 24 bets. We know you like to make them. 40, or big whiz, rather. 24 bets. You know you like to make them. 42% accurate this year. 10 right. 14 wrong. Dweez Nuts made 35. That's more than anybody, and I won 25. That's 71 fucking percent accurate. I'm very good at making bets this year, guys. We'll go through the season long, the season long bets here in a little bit. Some of these were cheats a little bit for me. I'll show you what I mean when I get to it. But, uh, Bullfrog, you owe us a shot for having the worst of the three of us, uh, uh bets. Yeah, I don't do good with the bets. I get caught off guard on the instant bets things and make stupid choices. I'm more about the long throw. I'll tell you, you won the you won the Joe Mixon Dalvin Cook bet, so yeah. the one that you really really cared about. But again, that was the one I was more thorough about than when you could just catch me off guard sure. after three shots sure. in a show. Research say, yeah, is good, but it. instincts, man, instincts. Yeah, not good for me. Let's talk season long bets because you take a bet uh, a shot here because you were the worst out of the three of us, but we now have to pay up. For each of these season-long bets. I'll start with me. I lost five season-long bets. Here they are. I said Deion Kane would have a better season than Trey Quinn. Deion Kane didn't even stay on his initial team yeah, cut. all year. Pittsburgh, he ended up. Right? He ended up at the wide receiver 143 to Trey Quinn's 108. So we didn't exactly bet studs here. No. But uh, I did lose, so I'll take that shot right now. I'm willing to double down on that bet next year, just saying. Yeah, I don't think so. Who's going to be the quarterback in Pittsburgh? Doesn't matter. Big Ben. Big Ben. I lost another bet here. This one I actually lost to the good doctor. It was uh, James White? Yeah. Must have been James yeah. White. I said James White was going to be outside the top third. Must have been after that draft where the I got auto-picked James White well, in our intellectual frustration. Remember last year he was a top Fuck, 10, that. wasn't he? PPR guy, James White? I said he'd end outside... The top 30. He finished the running back 21, so I lost that to the good doctor. Pass me that really awful caramel whiskey. I want to drink some of that down. Um, I made a bet here with Bullfrog. Another one with Bullfrog. I said Mark Ingram will average 15.5 carries. What, though? He had 13.5 carries per game, which is he pretty is great. Close. Top is. 20 in touches in the league. I think they were... If I remember correctly, seven or eight guys that had 15 and a half carries per game. That. Not a lot. He but was thir- consistent, too. You look at his box score, it was 15, 14, 13, 15. Fucking A, 13. man. It was, it was a good bet. I just had the number wrong a little bit. So I'll take, Lamar took a few too many. I'll take and that Gus. shot now. Gus Edwards took too many. As Gus, well. uh, certainly not my boy. <laughs> oh, that is still a bad shot. Aaron Rodgers, I said he'd be a top five quarterback. Wiz, you said fuck. That shit. QB11 is where he ended. I'll tell you what, if not for week 16... It could have been worse. It could have been better. He had a really bad week 16. I I didn't say this before, but all of our rankings, uh, those rankings we looked at were weeks 1 through 16. I did not include week 17 because guys don't play in week 17. It's a little bit shady, and we don't play fantasy football then either. So I'm going to take a shot real quick for my Aaron Rodgers bet. 
I think it was a good bet to make still, but I underplayed uh, the uh, coach's influence on that team. Here was a bad bet I made. I said Melvin Gordon wouldn't play all year. Wiz said you would. Guess what? He played 11 games. That was dummy. Wiz. He didn't do much for you. Wiz, you you can tell us about your season-long bet says you take a whole bunch of shots. I think I've just I just uh-huh. took, I just took four. That was terrible. I think I'm four or five in already. I feel like you're missing some bets in here, but Ooh. I said Antonio Brown would have eleven TDs. Oh, that was a solid bet, buddy. Against Dewey's nuts. <laughs> he did have one. He had one. In one. New England. Hey, in one New game, England. one touchdown. That was a good good percentage, but one game, one touchdown, right? At that yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. It, that was a, that was a great pace. No, he didn't have good. two that game. He had one total touchdown. No, I think he had one. Only one? I yeah. did the good research, buddy. Gotcha. I also went. Belly up here when I took Chicago offense to be top ten. They were in the bottom eight in every category. They were terrible. So bad. That's why they fired their offense coordinator. Makes sense to me. Sure. Because he called the place. I said Melvin Mack would have. Marlon. Marlon Mack. Melvin Mack. Who's Melvin? Don't know. Gordon. Marlon Mack would have top five running back. Nuts said no. He finished running back 20. He He got hurt a little bit. But he was great first week one. He was very inconsistent. Not very good overall. Never caught the passes. Nope. Kerryon Johnson, I felt, got, I got the shaft on this one. Kerryon Johnson was supposed to have eight TDs. I took the eight TDs and over. Nuts said no. If he plays, I'd probably win this bet. You're right. I said almost immediately after we made it, maybe on the next show, that I fucked up making that bet because mm-hmm. I thought he was going to go for a lot. Only had four. Um, this last bet here bothers me the most. Miami will have less yards than Washington. Um... This is also bottom of the fucking barrel. Miami had finished 27th, Washington 31st. Yeah. You know, we bet who would be the worst team. Of course it's the bottom of the barrel. If fucking Fitzmagic doesn't start in this, if he doesn't start playing, I win his bet hands right. down. If Rosen would have played the whole <laughs> yeah. year, he oh, win Jesus, hell yeah. Washington was fucking bad, though, dude. I told you they'd be bad. And guess what? I was right. So that's five shots. You can line those up. Right, slam one those terrible. one after another. Bullfrog, do you want to tell us about the six season-long bets that you lost? God, I look at these and I just think, what the fuck was I... What the <laughs> fuck were you smoking? Three of, three of these bets in here, when I said that it, I was kind of cheating on some of them, three of these bets is what I was talking about when I was cheating. Go ahead. I mean, I must have been eating mushrooms, sucking dick, and taking it in the ass all at the same oh, time to make some of these bets. fucking Holy powdered... fuck. Something. I mean... Bleach. The, the first one, which I got double-donged on, is... One that I was probably most comfortable with, because I think they have the pieces. If they had the right coach and the right structure and the right system, they could still do it sometime. But And I said that the Browns' offense were going to finish inside the top eight, and these fucking douchers double-dipped me on it and uh, double-penetrated me, and they were outside what? They outside were, that in every category. They, they the were outside best. that. The best was rushing with twelve uh, at twelve. The best category. I mean, they were r- right around twenty in most categories. Mm. But rushing yards, they hit twelfth best. Is that or may- maybe maybe uh, they suck. Maybe Baker's just not as good as the hype. Baker you know? sucks. He's the key, really, right? I don't know. I see a lot of apologizers out there already saying right. he's going to be fine. Let's see. Yeah, that's a double down one. Nice job. Uh, for that oh, one. let me take one of those real fast. Oh, yeah, I got some too. We're taking lots of shots here, guys. <sighs> that's the third one. Yeah. I got to keep track. Otherwise, I'm going to lose count. You uh, remember your Josh Jacobs hate? 
Yeah, Josh Jacobs, hey, uh, I think in my initial rankings, I had him outside the top 50. Outside the top 50. Dewey's Nuts kind of <coughs> smartened me up a little bit to that one and looked into it a little bit more and lost some of my love. Well, I think then they cut, uh, who'd they cut? Doug Martin. Doug Martin got cut, so I was like, oh, fuck. Better move him up a little bit. But I did say he was going to get hurt, which he did. Eventually. Eventually. By week Eventually, 15, yes. a broken shoulder. But his numbers are good, far good enough. But you also yeah, he remember did, he that did he played play, two games with his broken shoulder. He did shoulder. play really well when he was in there, and he, and they used the shit out of him. So the easiest to bet Josh I've ever made. You bet outside the top 35. He, he finished 15. 15. Uh, me and Dewey's, after the luck news, I still had some faith in Jacoby Brissett. And he had some, he had some glimmers of hope, but... Uh, Ended up not working out for him. I bet that the Colts were going to win the division still against Dewey's Nuts. He took the Texans, and uh, Texans won everybody know what happened there. The Texans won the division. I still don't, I still think if the right quarterback gets in play in, in, in Indy there, they could be a fucking hell of a team. Uh, we'll see. I mean, they've got the line. They've got the run game. They've got the Again, coach. They've got- all three of these came... I don't know what happened with both of you. Damn. Every time I said the name Latavius Murray, you both lost your shit. Wiz, you actually said, and I quote, I traded for Latavius Murray in our Dynasty League, and you said, and I quote, I want my fucking money back. Yeah. It's a terrible trade. I gave away he was good. Sterling Shepard, and I picked up Latavius Murray. Pat, so, we would have been better off with Sterling Shepard in the long run, yes. No, we we would down. not have. It, for three weeks in a row, Latavius Murray was a top five running back. Go anyway, ahead and tell anyway, me about your Latavius anyway. Murray bets. All three of them. Oh, shit. There's three of them on here. Fuck. And I even drafted Murray in my big money league. Yeah. I drafted him, so I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. But anyways, I lost to Dewey's Nuts. I picked Jalen Rashard over Murray. Oof. That was RB60 to 30. Chalk it up. I bet Justin Jackson compared to Latavius Murray with Dewey's Nuts. That was running back 90 to running back 30. This is my favorite one. And then we... He wanted to make a bet that Murray would not. I said Latavius Murray will yeah, have. You, you say this one. Three fifths. This is the kind of bets he gets me on this fucking I shit. I said Latavius game. Murray will score <laughs> three fifths of Alvin Kamara's points. 60% of Alvin Kamara's total, Latavius Murray would match. Well, Murray went for 132.2 fantasy points and a half point PPR. Kamara went at 189.3. That means Murray had 69.8% of Kamara's points. It doesn't mean and Le- I win. It, do- it does mean you win. It does not mean Latavius Murray was that good. It means Selvin Kamara was a fucking bus show. It means Murray, whenever he was given the opportunity, he was a, was a bus s- show. Dug. Let me take a shot here. Am I Last done? Am I done? one. Oh, I got one more. We made our playoff picks early. Go ahead. You picked up hats versus. So, like last year, uh, basically the bet was. Out of our Super Bowl teams, whichever team goes the furthest in the playoffs wins. You picked the Pats, Saints. Obviously, that didn't work out. I picked the Chiefs, Eagles before the season started. We know that the Chiefs went the furthest out of those four teams in the actual Super Bowl. Not too bad. Although in my my postseason playoff selections, I didn't think the Chiefs were going to make it in there. I thought the Ravens would win, but I beat you there. And 426, Wiz over Froggy. No, actually, this was versus Nuts. I said Noah Fant would be of the under on 63 yards or five TDs. I won that one. For a single week. No, this is 426. Yeah, but that was for five eight. TDs, six hundred fifty yards and five TDs, buddy. Oh, okay. I also fucked this one up. Wiz states Kyler Murray would finish outside the top fifteen in total. Oh yeah, no, he did not. <laughs> um, you guys talk about that one. Um, in July, 
We t- you guys fucked this one up too. Wiz takes Cooks. Froggy and Nuts take Robert Woods. You guys won that one. No, sure. Yeah, we didn't put that in there. No, you didn't. Because you didn't put him in the year long bet doc that we made for this. Wait, Wiz and Froggy win this one. Num Nuts over here says. A rookie will have 101 oh, receptions. Oh, yeah. That was fucking right. He said it's going to be yeah. Terry McLaurin. Did, yeah. He doubled up on fucking Terry McLaurin. What do you have, 59 or something yeah, real low? Yeah. He also spent a good chunk of games hurt before he left the seat for this season. Oh, change those percentages. Was it, was it a quarter, maybe? All right. Um, let's talk about our weekly results. So, you know, we do a start of the week, can't get it up, flex, streamers, uh, we do our daily deep throat. We have stats on all these as well. If you lose a category, you take a shot. So, first off, start of the week. If your start of the week finished top five at his position, you got credit for that start of the week. If not, you did not. We suck at start of the week. Okay? Big Wiz came in third place with a raging zero fucking Is that percent possible? correct. In start of the week, I could so we guess actually one, right? picked one or two like that were the best. That ended up being week. a top five at his no, position five. is what I gave you because that's oh, you good. Did top five. That's good if you so made it you top didn't even five. Pick one in the top. Hey, I, I will five be honest with you. I missed out some really hard ones. Like I, I remember picking uh, McCaffrey against Washington and he just fucking laid an egg. Yeah, on occasion they just. I, I, I picked yeah. Lamar Jackson a couple times and he just fucking couldn't. I picked Michael shit. Thomas a couple times on his week games and he didn't have very many of those. I came in second place here with a 17% accurate. Like I said, we're bad. Bullfrog wins this one. This is a theme, by the way. Bullfrog wins this fucking, one. Fucking right, it 38 percent. That's not very good either, no, Bullfrog. But if you're picking a top five guy at their position, and look, I know, I remember saying this phrase a lot. I'm digging deep on this one. I don't like to pick the most obvious guys more off at that often, but whatever is what it is. Take a shot, Wiz. That was a terrible fucking zero percent for you, sir. It's the only zero percent we had. Can't well, that's get... pretty fucking hard to do, isn't it? It's yeah. Oh, that might be harder to do than uh, getting any of them right. Can't get it up his next. This is the guy who's kind of a stud that we think is going to end outside the top 24 at running back or wide receiver position. Or if you pick the tight end and quarterback, outside the top 12. Well, hey, I bet you three-fifths I'd be better than that. Points. What are you saying, even? Fuck, Jesus. I came in last place on the can't get it up, guys. Three-fifths? Yeah. What? Do I need he's, trying to, that? he's trying to be stupid. <laughs> he's trying to talk about the Latavius Murray Allen Kamara three-fifths no. point total bet. It was a solid bet, and I won. Should Look, we start I won. A bets document? Do we need to start a twenty twenty bets? We're document? gonna start one. We already made a bet. Did we? Yeah, no. You and I did. Jesus Christ! It? If you're gonna make a new document with bets in it, can you share it with all of us? Damn it. Um, I'll share it. With you. It says Wiz takes Mustard, Froggy takes Mixon in twenty twenty. Oh, oh that's right. We Jesus. did make that. I'm feeling good about that. Brave. I'm feeling good about that. Almost set a playoff record. Look, <laughs> Dwee's Nuts came in last place, can't get it up 36% correct, which is so much worse than you guys. Every every fucking can't get it up guy I picked went ape shit. <laughs> For whatever reason, 36%'s not good. Wiz, you came in second, 67%. Not bad, sir. Bullfrog wins. Told you it was a theme. 75%. You had a good year in fantasy this year, buddy. Did you win money? Mm. Oh, yeah. Three second placers and a fourth and a day. How much daily you won? You won a lot. Well, I actually cashed out money on FanDuel. A couple hundred bucks. <laughs> paid for my dynasties. Oh. Paid for flexual frustration. Well, let's talk about the flex position. I gave you credit for your <laughs> flex pick. If your flex guy scored double digit fantasy points, it worked out to more like eleven. If you rock down 11 points, they were in the top 24. But I, I, I just went ahead and said double digits. So last place here, big whiz, 30% of the time, your flex player was a solid pick. 
Bullfrog did not win 38% of the time. I dominated uh, this fucking category. 64% of my flex picks were double-digit fantasy scorers, and they were okay. Next up, we picked streamers. Sometimes we picked a quarterback. Sometimes we picked a defense. Sometimes a tight end. Those rotated through. I came in last place here, 46%. I dug way too deep on all of these. Wiz, you came in second again with 60. And once more, the Bullfrogs, 78%. What's the highest? Best streamer picks. You know where you really dominated? Defense. Defense. Every one of your defense streamer picks uh, ended really fucking well. You dominated... Oh, I don't. I don't, I don't think, think any of us got tight ends right ever. I don't no, think I figured tight ends out. Are fucking hard. I don't right? think I figured tight out how to pick defense until like week ten. I'll be well, the next year you ought to be good at it. So tell us, how do you pick a defensive streamer? In my opinion, it, it, I used to think it was all about points. Pick the team that doesn't give up points. It's nothing to do with that. Nothing pick, to do with points. Pick the point. Pick pick the team that that will get turnovers and sacks. Wait, oh, wait, yeah. wait. Are you saying positive point production? Because that phrase has come out of my mouth this season at least a hundred times talking about defenses. If you not listened, Wiz, I don't listen to half the things that come out. Of God your damn mouth. it, Wiz! Positive point oh, yeah. production. Defense. Two things for me: the offensive line versus the defensive line. You need that defensive line to have a huge advantage, and then second, playing against a quarterback that is turnover sack prone. Here's another thing. Yeah, to that point, I started picking at the end of the year. Every fucking team that went against Josh Allen, he was, he, didn't matter. Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson, we picked on a lot. I, I, I Jameis th- Winston, I was thinking Josh Allen. J- like Tampa would score, but Jameis was gonna James turn gonna it turn over, over, and he's gonna fucking get sacked. And here's a really hard thing for me to do, and I don't, I don't know if it happened this year or not. To like put aside good football teams yes. and not pay attention for good football teams and go fantasy wise because things like that matter. Who gives a flying yeah. fuck if if Jamison Winston puts up fucking forty five points? Honestly, if he throws four interceptions, it's worth it. It's worth it, right? Because a lot of times, you know, you look at fantasy pro rankings and they'll put the best defenses. Yeah, number one for the week, 100%. number two for the week. But that's no, not. But that's not. That's not no, who yeah, they're going to play good defense, but that doesn't mean fantasy wise they're going to be wise, top correct. scorers. It's a it's a big difference on that. You think sure. you think in a lot of leagues, right? <clears throat> if you shut the team out, you get ten fantasy points, right? Yep. But that at the same time, <sighs> if you go four sacks and two yeah. turnovers. All of a sudden, you're at 12 fantasy points. Oh, yeah. Doesn't if if you if you gave up 40 points, you're at 12 fantasy Correct. points, right? right? Take the positive point. Per, don't play not to lose. Like you're playing not to lose if you're picking a defense because of the points against. Well, I think I think there's a lot that goes into that. You you honestly, most of the time you have to pay attention to how your scoring system is, and that's something. Sure, yeah. I mean, like if you get 40 points, some like one of my leagues, you get you get negative points. Yeah, so this is like a that's minus true. 10 because you give up. Four. That's a problem. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's All a problem. Right, we got to back it off. Standard scoring, you might end up with a minus two, minus right. three, at <clears throat> at the worst. Um, all right, let's talk about daily deep throw. This was a fun bit to talk about. So I didn't include the playoffs in these numbers. Which I won. Yeah, you and I, you and I had a separate bet had to do with our flexual frustration. We were swapping picks. You win. You get my tenth pick. I'll take your eleventh pick. So you have two in the tenth. I'll have two in the eleventh because you did win this. But uh, basically, you know, if you look at wins, first of all, Doc had two wins. Wolfpack had two wins. Big Wiz had one win. I had seven, and Bullfrog had eight over the course of the regular season. If you so Wiz, that was bad. Obviously, fifth, <laughs> obviously, fifth there. Say. If you look at the average points that we scored over the course of the thing, Wiz, you were last again. One hundred six point nine points. That's, that's average. One hundred eight point five for Wolfpack, who's clueless about fantasy football. 
The doc was actually pretty is average, yeah. good. One twenty one point eight. He missed three weeks or so. Uh, I scored an average is that of one twenty. To his advantage? N- no. Well, I mean, saved a couple bucks, but I scored an average of one twenty six point four, and the bullfrog here one twenty eight point nine. So a lot of our matchups were really close, and in fact. I think you, it ended up being you had nine wins and I had seven on the season, including the playoffs. Yep. I don't think the Big Wiz got another win in there, but uh, the good doctor sure did. Oh, that's right. He won the I know Alan stole one of my fucking wins. Well, yeah. Alan or the fucking Wolfpack. God damn it. You, you can say that all day, but you're really bad at daily fantasy football, which is why we don't have to hear you usually on that uh, segment of the show. I did come in second. You came in last. I'll take a shot with you, though, because I'm mad that I couldn't fucking beat. I couldn't pull out a win. Even in the first round of the playoffs where nobody scored a lot of points, I couldn't manage one. Guys, can I talk about my last weekly thing here? It's the most interesting by far. It's the would you rathers. If you got a pick right, you got a point. So if you look at the total accuracy, first of all, all three of us are over 50%. So more often than not, we pick the right guy given two guys ranked really closely together in a given week, which is good for us. I came in last place here. Which is surprising, as bad as Wiz is at this. I, you know, you know, the more interesting thing is, the big Wiz picked twice as many would you rather guys than I did over the course of the Imagine season. Imagine that motherfucker! And and he picked one point five to every one of yours. He picked half again as many as you did. He played would you rather more than either of us by a long shot. I don't know how that happened. But uh, just because one of us were making it something, and... yeah, because most of the times I didn't do it, yeah. or you weren't there. So fifty four point fifty four and a half percent of the time, I picked the right player. That comes in third. Now, fifty five point one percent of the time, that's point six percent better. The big whiz comes in second, and Bullfrog wins this too. But it's at fifty five point five percent of the time. So a full one percentage point differentiates first place from third place here. Really tight. Would you rather race? I can't wait to get to that. At the end of the show today, could be a lot of fun. I will take my shot. How many more do you guys owe? Because I'm, I think I'm on six or seven, and I got. I'll say I have two more after this. I don't even know how many fucking I have. I got three more to go. I've been tracking them. Bullshit. Read up there. I'm about six right there. in right now. Shot, 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 shot. That's four. Are That's you keeping? You, <laughs> you went down for you or what? Yeah. Oh yeah, the first one was all caps. I didn't notice. All right, guys. The next thing we're going to do before we get to our would you rather, because we are going to look at a bunch of guys that, if given the chance right now, who would we draft, this guy or that guy? If given the chance right now, who would we keep, this guy or that guy? We'll get to some fantasy advice for you. But before we do that, we're going to do a little bragging, and we're going to do a little shit talking here. Some of the best calls that we've made on the season that we're most proud of. Some of the worst calls that our compatriots here have made that they're least proud of. Only one of us listed a worst call for himself. Tells you what he thinks about himself. We all know that the Bullfrog has a pretty low <laughs> self-image. But uh, we'll get we'll get there in a second. First, let's start, let's start with the brags, guys. I want to hear from each of you, and I'll tell you mine. Your favorite calls... You do, huh? Very proud of you. That's very nice. Wiz, what are you proud of this year? What great calls did you make that proved to the listeners that you know what you're doing? God, there's so few of them. Yes, there are. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with this one. I keep pouring, Froggy. I correctly put Alan Robinson as an as a top. I think I had him as number ten. Where I have him? Oh, that's gonna be sloppy. Alan Robinson as a top ten wide receiver. Time out. Can I pause you for a second there? Sure. 
I texted you both this the other night. Man, you didn't think Alan no, Robinson did. texted you? He did. Alan, Alan Robinson? Alan fucking I'm Robinson. Liked I saw you fucking sent me this fucking Liked two of my tweets last night at 10.45. And what were they? I, so I do a top five. Every day I do a top five. I'll do it all as far into the offseason as I can. One of them was top five most targets for receivers inside the 10, and he was on that list. And the other was top five most third down catches that resulted in a first down. He was on both. And he was on that list, and he nice. liked them both. So, Which means this sad dude is sitting in the night. He's sitting in the night and looking up his name on Twitter to see if anybody's talking about him. I hope he fucking <laughs> listens in and pays attention to this shit because I quickly put him as an everyday starting wide receiver. Good job. Yeah. You two dumbasses. And this is on the Bears' fucking terrible offense. Hey, I feel I bad for him. I started him every week in my You two game. fucking froggy. What? For, for as good as he did, he had him as number 29 wide receiver. And numb nuts, folks. Numb nuts, the 43rd overall wide receiver. What'd you have him at? High 12, maybe. Where'd he finish? Oh, shit. 10. Finish at number 10. That's pretty damn good. Any other calls you're really proud of? Um, I told you guys Lev Bell would be a waste of space in 2019. He finishes running back number 19. To me, it's a waste of space. He was kind of a... Look, I had him. I drafted him in the third or fourth round wherever I had him. And, like, he was fine. He was never... Good. Two more. He was good early on when he was getting eight receptions per game. When, when Sam Darnold wasn't playing and he was literally yes. taking four, no. off ten catches five from snaps a game. Yeah. He was fine, but he was never good. No. I never he thought, score damn, I'm glad I had this fucker. No, he was useless. Um, Fournette couldn't score a fucking touchdown, man. Yeah. I told you guys that uh, the follow greatness of Aaron Rodgers. I told you guys that you was a great call, five. buddy. Yeah, that was awesome. That was a great uh, fucking call. And it was worth a you know, huh? shot. I'm very proud of you. That's I, very nice. I continue to tell you the fucking failure of Devonta Freeman, that you guys fucking both have a fucking... He was fine. He was terrible. We're going to make number 20. Um, we'll talk about this one a little bit later in a little bit more detail. But we I did rank Devonte Freeman number nine. Week six, yeah, that's Ooh. pathetic, you fucking weirdo. You had him thirty. <laughs> Who's we're almost the same distance from his finish? Except I told you that he basically is not startable, which is where he really wasn't. I had him fifteen. I was the closest job, of the buddy. rankers. What Good the job, fuck buddy. are you um, shit for here, Wiz? Devonte Freeman was terrible. <laughs> Could you have won any any games with Devonte Freeman? Let's no, be honest no. about this. Thank no. you. Um, he was un unexciting for sure. What do you have? One one big week, I think. I remember. He had like two receiving touchdowns. Yeah, late in the year, you fucking Joe Mixon style. I probably I'll look I, it up for I probably you. played him on FanDuel. This know. is the one I'm most proud of. My week 16 prediction: Dallas Goddard finishing at with at least 16 most points. Most proud of most. He, yeah, look, Devonta and we'll Freeman. Talk about that one. We'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. Devonta Freeman but, had two rushing touchdowns, four receiving touchdowns on the season. But Zach Ertz one two touchdown game. Zach Ertz wasn't even playing week 16. That was an easy no, no, prediction. Wrong. He did play that week. He just yeah. got hurt. Oh. That was the week he went down. You lo- that that late love for Goddard was pretty good. You did nail that. I'll give I'll give you a full. Yeah, guess who I started in my we'll dynasty fucking week sixteen? Dallas Goddard, nice motherfucker. Job, Go ahead. You lost in week sixteen, so stop I talking about it. Tell me some of the calls that you're really proud of, Bullfrog, and Wiz well, and I will hear take a bunch of shots. I, I had to add this new bullet here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> From based, the other room. <laughs> based on the statistical breakdown, ladies and gentlemen, it appears that the Bullfrog is uh, the season champion season of the podcast. Champ. You 
2019 best best fantasy advice. You won on the show. You won it. You you won more in daily than us. You won more in your actual leagues than we did. Good job. It was a good season. It was a fun fun season. But uh, next year. You're gonna have a new baby in the house. Oh, you're gonna God, suck it's such gonna ass. Gonna, <laughs> you're gonna, gonna, come you're gonna such, suck such fucking ass oh next God. year. I'm looking forward to that. I'm gonna have to set my alarm for 4 a.m. just to get some fantasy hey, football research. This is what I want you to do. I want you to show up for more than 10 weeks during the middle of the year. Can you? You know, when basketball season rolls around, uh, it's just. I, look, I will say that a, a lot of his high percentages is because, like, he took a lot yeah, less oh, shots. Is that what it is? You take less shots. It's, it's easier to miss less shots, uh, right? That part, you're, you're not wrong. I'm a shooter, though, but boys and girls. Froggy's, Froggy's stud numbers are phenomenal. Yeah, the, yeah, he was good. <laughs> I mean, he has, he has some numbers that clearly outplay the rest he of He was real good. Thanks, Wiz. Thanks, he was Wiz. real good. Anyway, let me toot my own horn here a little bit. Not the flesh one, but uh, anyway. If only. Lose a rib. Uh, preseason rankings, I ended up being the champion in that category. A couple good calls I had you guys gave me shit about was Dak at number five. Oh, I feel bad. Don't say mine. In the pre- I feel bad about that. <laughs> in the preseason, he finished number three. Don't say Dweez Nuts had him at 19. Yeah. And the Big Wiz at 11. I will say that on our show, I said, I got Dak too low, but this is where he is. <laughs> and here's the craziest thing, guys. We brought this up many times. His 666 did, track record. He only again. had three or four yeah. on the ground this year, and he still finished three. number Three. All based That's on impressive. the beginning of season. Any any ability here to replicate that? No, because Kellen Moore's offense got figured out. Ke- no, no, Kellen Moore, McCarthy has stated, will be back. Yes, and Kellen Moore's offense got figured out so, quickly. So what's, what's the chance that Deck can replicate this? Will Deck be the starting quarterback? I think I year? think it's going to be pretty good, top ten, because he's playing the Eagles, the Redskins, and the Giants six times, top and ten, I don't see either of those defenses shooting up. I want to say top Top five. Top, no. top five. Top five is going to be more difficult. You fucking ranked him number number five last year. I had year. him number five. We'll see. I, I have yet to do my 2020 research with, so I can't uh, Wiz, Wiz. can't predict the future. You want me to get some shots? Let's take one. You got to give me some more time. Salty caramel. This is my last one. Number eight. I'm on eight. Okay, you have 13, though. So I know. I'm not taking 13. I, I took one of the salty caramels. That was pretty good. I'm taking a few salty caramels. I'll take another one. After <coughs> this, so. I think this is seven. What else you got? What else did Hold you on, do let me right? I finished seven, so I got one more. I'll left. say it. You said. No! You didn't I didn't do anything say it, right. Damn it. Fine. <laughs> I don't get too many chances here. You talk a lot. All right. Also in the quarterback rankings, Jameis. I had him at number six. Mm. A lot of talk about Jameis at number six because we all liked his receivers, but we didn't know. I was like, can you have guys that finish in the top of their positions without a quarterback that finishes up there, with a quarterback that finishes up there? I go, I went ahead and fucking had the balls to put him at number six. He finished number four. Nuts had him at 12. Big Wiz had him at 13. I mean, he was producing two of the top four receivers. This is one of the lessons... You can't help but take away from this fantasy season, though. Like, and we said it. We said it so many times over again. But you know, you can have a guy that turns the ball over a bunch and plays like shit and still performs. Like more than any season I can remember in recent years, Jameis Winston proves, like you said, Wiz, good football and good fantasy football can butt fucking heads. Like, they don't always, but Jameis Winston proves that they can butt 
fucking heads. Well, Winston's willingness, I'll say this, it's his willingness right. just to fucking right. throw it. Say and fuck like, it. What, what, whatever happens, happens. But as a fantasy player, What do you go, you four love games that. in a row with a first series pick six? Like, <laughs> over one he doesn't one give a shit. He's like, over fuck one with an interception. How many I, games? So, so here's a question, though. You guys think Winston will be back? Oh, it, God. Probably, because I think he'll be gone. what are they going to do? And I actually think whoever... I mean, in my mind, I'm buying into whatever receiver's there and whatever quarterback's there, it doesn't matter. It's yeah. interesting. It'll be interesting to see if he leaves. What's the next guy do? What do those receivers do with the next guy? Hey, Bullfrog, move ah, along. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You guys keep jumping in on my shit. What do you yeah, want me to do here? All right. You don't have to say everything you wrote down. <laughs> oh, no, I do. Then say it fast. All right. DJ Moore finished. I had him as number 18. I was tooting his horn all off season. He was one of my dynasty guys. He finished number 13. Dewey's Nuts had him at 30. Big Wiz at 21. Pretty respectable at 21. Jarvis Landry, he was part of my high-octane Cleveland offense. You guys fucking gave me all kinds of shit in the preseason when I had him ranked so high. I had him at number 25. He finished 16th. Dewey's nuts. 42. Big Wiz, 34. Off-season episode. So I went real deep on research here. Went back to the off-season. Took a look at some of our shows there. Uh, one of the episodes, we had a category, most likely to win you your league. I went with Delvin Cook. I think if you picked him up in the second round, uh, you had a great chance of winning that league. Louise Nuts, however, decided David Johnson was the guy to go with. And the good doctor went with Joe Mixon. That was a fucking championship by landslide in that category. Overhyped. I went with Joe Mixon, who was overhyped for 12 weeks of the season. He started to turn it on late when it didn't really matter. Little shout-out to the Wiz. He went with Mr. Odell in the overhyped category, which was a big win for him. Underhyped, I went with Dak. You know, my rankings showed it. That turned out to be great. And again, a shout-out to Wiz. Went with Allen Robinson. Who, That's my uh, boy. Finished. Louis <laughs> <laughs> Nuss has got a newfound love for Allen Robinson. You know what? Uh, he jumped in my rankings last <laughs> night. Keep going! Fuck! Overall, overall consensus, uh, you know, I was... All season long, man, I was tooting Cook as a stud in the preseason, and that one panned out for me. We, me and the Doc debated about Cook and Mixon over and over. I said he was a dud. He may have put up decent numbers, but if you know and you owned him, he was a dud for your team for any game that mattered. Unless you picked him up late in a trade, you know, and you didn't have to deal with him the whole season. I mentioned a couple times that Gordon just was not good at, not as good as advertised, and I'm going to stand by that word. Uh, and then I remember specifically in our running back rankings show, Dewey's Nuts asked me of the top running backs, which one was most likely to bust? I said Alvin Kamara, and that turned out to be just okay. Injuries. I mean, I don't like that one, though. Look, Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Let's talk about Melvin. That one in particular. Let's talk about Melvin Gordon for a second. Uh, 12 touchdown, 13 touchdown pace, 900 yards, which isn't a ton, but he had a guy who was playing against him. Pace. He didn't have a great yards per carry this year. Went back to where he was, but he was he was fine this year. He was on he was on pace for what 450 receiving yards, uh, three receiving touchdowns. Like he's fine. Yeah, but is he See, better than Austin Eckler? Yeah, he's I don't think he is. Uh, all right, look, Who my turn. Who would you rather have, Austin Eckler or Melvin Gordon on don't your team? I don't ask that question. It's Melvin Gordon, fuck. Yeah, it's Melvin Gordon. Uh, I'm not sure. All right, I'm going to talk to you about some of my best calls really quickly. First of all, um, I was I, I don't have everybody's rankings. I don't even have my rankings in front of me, but I do know that uh, in the offseason, 
Um, I was talking Melvin Ingram. Not Mark, Melvin, but Mark Ingram. Sorry. I liked Mark Ingram. I don't think I ended up ranking him really high, but I talked about I liked him a lot more than the rankings where I was going to draft him a lot higher than where I ranked him. Um, I thought he was on a team that was just fine. Talked about Greg Roman a lot in the in the offseason coaching shows. Look, Ingram, even with his quarterback there, ended with 1,000-plus yards, 1,018 yards, 10 touchdowns. He was a running back eight, right? Like, I, I was right about that. Fuck the rankings. I liked him. I talked about him. You guys gave me shit. Bullfrog, I think you specifically gave me shit. In the sophomore breakout show, I called Anthony Miller one of our, my sophomore breakouts. I think that came to fruition late in the season. I think next season Anthony Miller hopefully can keep that rolling. One of the things that I wrote in, in on Twitter this week was uh, lowest touchdown percentage for quarterbacks in the league. Mitchell Trubisky was the third lowest um, touchdown Jared Goff rate. was down there. Fifth Jeez. worst. Well, there's only two guys in the bottom five that didn't get sat, by the way. Trubisky and Jared Goff were those two. Trubisky's touchdown numbers have to come up, and if they come up, Anthony Miller's touchdown numbers are going to come up. I think yeah, 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 man. Robinson, he baby. came on a lot in the end of the season. There, I think. I think what he did relative to what his team did qualifies as a breakout. Um, my best call all season easily was uh, fucking Devin Singletary. Right now, yeah. if you look on Twitter. Devin Singletary is everybody's fucking butt buddy right now. Before our Dynasty rookie draft last season, you and I sat down, Wiz, and I told you over and over, Devin Singletary is the guy. Like, let's fucking draft Devin Singletary. And you just kept saying, no, I do not like Devin Singletary. He's too small. He's not going to – he played at FAU. He's not going to get it done. This is not – and I I was all about him. I was all about him in the offseason. And he didn't score a bunch of touchdowns this year, which kept his ranking lower than it should have been, but – Fuck Devin Singletary. Nobody can argue that Devin Singletary wasn't fantastic. What what is in, this in the opportunity he was given? Or, or what he it, scored three touchdowns what, what, this okay, year. Okay, this, what is his floor? His I, I think his floor is better than his ceiling. I think his floor is probably five touchdowns, top seven, sixteen, five, top four, fifteen running back. Seven, floor you know, five, ceiling ten. You make that bet? No. What What did you say? What was the bet? I said five. You think, and he said seven? Yeah. Seven total touchdowns? For his floor. floor. Yeah, I'll take seven You'll total. Take seven? That's receiving and rushing together. It's a bet! Oh, I have the buttons. Write it down on a doc that you shared with me. It's a bet. And, and I'll, go back, I'll go back to uh, Mark Ingram for a second because on the coaching show, I spent a lot of time talking about Greg Roman, and here's what I said. Greg Roman has never had an offense that was outside the top nine in rushing attempts this year in Baltimore. 98 more rushing attempts than number two in the league. That was San Francisco, number one. I said that Greg Roman has never coached an offense that had that was less than top eight in rushing yards per game in the league. This year they were number one. 62 more rushing yards per game than number two, guys. And I also told you that Greg Roman has never had an offense that he coached in the league that was better than bottom four in pass attempts. They were last in pass attempts this year. Mm-hmm. Our coaching episodes are the most important co- episodes we do in the offseason. Please pay attention. If you had paid attention, you'd have drafted Mark Ingram. If you had paid attention, 
You'd have been fine with that run game. You would have drafted Lamar Jackson knowing he was going to get a shitload of Rushing. Carries. There's a lot that goes with that. I mean, you're absolutely right. Pay attention because that's one of the, like you said, how influential that, that the coaches Love are in general. Love the um, coaching episodes. Not just the head coaching episodes. That was a coordinator. That was a coordinator. But episodes. what's interesting most about that is that Harbaugh gave him the reins and said, I don't give a shit. Redesign this whole do offense. It. Do it. Do whatever you need to do. To you do not hear that really ever. On Twitter today, I said something about uh, I, it was my uh, it was my best touchdown percentage. Lamar Jackson at nine point touchdown I gave percentage. You that one, buddy. Fifteenth overall in history, fifteenth best season in history touchdown percentage. And somebody responded to me and said, "Yeah, touchdowns are fine, but if I told you somebody had five touchdowns in a game, what would you guess was their passing yards?" And my response was, "I don't give a fuck." I'll take the 30 or 20 or 30 fucking fantasy points from the touchdowns and, and throw their yards out the window. It's fine. Like, he doesn't have to throw it a bunch. He's throwing touchdowns. He's scoring points. Uh, he was solid. All right, let's switch it up. We're going to just rag on each other a little bit, talk about some really stupid fucking calls. What are you waiting for, you dumb, stupid fuck? Worst calls that you dumbasses made. Uh-oh. I've got a whole lot of them here. Hey, you only um, get one. Nope, that's not <laughs> at all true. Come on, hurry up, let's go. Yeah, I want to start here with Wiz. I'll start with you, Wiz. Uh, first of all, Two. Wiz, we're going to talk about offenses. Both of you guys made some calls about offenses. We ranked our offenses. We did a show where we said, rank all of your offenses. In this show, Wiz, you ranked the Baltimore Ravens offense as the 31st best going into this year. Guess what, sir? First best overall. Flip wow. the script. You said the Chicago Bears offense was going to be the seventh best offense in the league, 29th overall. That's really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> to put it bluntly, that's really dumb, and you owe me some shots. I bet Allen Robinson right now would bite, would, would believe me in that bet. Look. Uh, Come on, A-Rob. Pick me up. You have to say Allen Robinson because he searches his whole name. Um, next, like next thing on here that I want to talk about is Philip Lindsay. I'm going to be real specific here. First of all, you put Philip Lindsay. As in the bust episode, you picked him as your bust. But more specifically, I want to say this. You said, quote, Joe Flacco will destroy Philip Lindsay's value on this team. Okay? Yeah. So Philip Lindsay was fine. He ended somewhere around whatever, running back 15. 17. But the thing that I want to point the thing that I want to point to is this. In Joe Flacco's career, if you look back, running backs on Joe Flacco's teams have been fine. Uh and and the the statistics bear it out here. With Joe Flacco, Philip Lindsay was the running back 13. As soon as he left from the rest of the season, Lindsay was the running back 29. So if anything, clarify, you Flacco were busting my chops on Philip Lindsay, number 17 overall running back. 17's good, buddy. Everybody okay. can't be you a first or second round pick. Keep going there, buddy. Sad. Keep going. Come on. I just Come on. think, I just Keep think going. that was bad. I want to talk about the rankings really quickly. I'm just going to pick a couple of guys at each position that you really fucked up on. Lamar Jackson, you said he's going to rank him quarterback Jesus. one. Um, Josh Allen, you didn't rank him quarterback number six on the year. Remember, you don't have to be a good football player to be a good fantasy it, To the point, player. pay attention to what your points are worth. On some, in, some, in some leagues, fucking interceptions mean something. In other ones, they just don't mean shit. Depends. Yes, it totally depends. Running back situation, you're a Sony Michelle lover, 12th overall. You ranked him, ended 28th. Not all that far off. For whatever reason, you thought coming in after Week Nine, Kareem Hunt would be the 29th best running back in the league. Wasn't was 50. Not great. <laughs> here's here's one. Sterling Shepard. You just again gave me shit for trading away Sterling Shepard for Latavius Murray. Maybe because you ranked him as a 28th wide receiver overall. Finished 51. Uh, Latavius Murray was 
far and away the best pick in that draft. <laughs> you, uh, Tyler Board, you had at 36, finished 22. That's not that far off. Calvin Ridley, you hated at 42, finished in the top 24. Calvin Ridley's interesting. I, I, there's a love for him? Well, there's a lot of love. We'll talk about him a little later in the show, too. Mark Andrews, my last one here. You barely ranked him. You ranked him at your 15th tight end. I think I screamed love for him going into the draft. He ended at tight end, two More touchdowns than any other tight end in the league. Those are some of your dumbest calls. Bullfrog, let's switch over to you here for a second. Um, let's start with Latavius Murray. You saw the three bets that you lost already. You fucking hated Latavius Murray. I quote... He's old as shit. He's nowhere near as good as Mark Ingram ever was. Let me tell you something, buddy. This year, Latavius Murray on that New Orleans Saints team. I think you need to recheck the video on that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I said Murray was better than Mark Ingram. Quote. Because I, I dogged Mark Ingram all there's a, fucking season. There's a quote. I think I'll, that's the whiz. I'll play it for you next week. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Latavius Murray, this season, on that same Saints team, finished a running back 29, 140 total fantasy points. If I I said that that Mark Ingram was worse than Latavius Murray, I must have been hammered. Mark Ingram, last season, when he was on that Saints team, running back 36, 121 fantasy points. Latavius Murray was better than Mark Ingram on the same team, one year separated. Just saying, Cleveland's offense, you put them at number six overall in that offensive ranking. 22 is where they finished. Here's one that I really liked from you. Are you still going? Yeah, you screamed some. You screamed that Chris Trying to Herndon. Make feel better. You remember that Chris Herndon love? I do. You, you <laughs> quote <laughs> unicorn. Quote Adam Gase's unicorn. Yeah. What happened to Chris Herndon? Did he play a play a down one game? Jesus Christ! Couldn't get healthy. How about that Justice Hill love? Just saying. Yeah. A uh, couple of rankings that you fucked up. Kyler Murray, you hated him at seventeen. You said this team is gonna suck. I said it doesn't matter. He finished seven. Jimmy G, you put him at 27 overall, barely in the top yeah, 32. He threw eight passes last week. Finished at 14. Yeah, he that did. rank showed good last week. Josh Jacobs, we talked about it already. You did hate on Mark Ingram in the rankings. 36 overall is where you put him. He finished at eight. You picked Singletary at yeah, 51 overall versus your Justice Hill love at 42 overall. Yep. I got to flip my page <coughs> to go to the back side here. Wide receivers, Cortland Sutton. You know where you rank Cortland Sutton? 62 is where. He finished 19. Your Sterling Shepard, love, 27 overall also, finished 51. You even said Cooper Cup was going to suck some shit outside the top 24 at 26 overall. He ended wide receiver 6, even though he didn't do a goddamn thing in the back half of the season, but scored junk time touchdowns. Here's a tight end you loved. I know you only ranked him 16th overall, but you said his name on the show, Jeff Swain. Jeff Swain. Please, you know what team Jeff Swain plays for? Doesn't fucking matter. He finished a tight end of 73. <laughs> Couldn't stay healthy. Wait, wait, you didn't rate 73 tight ends? I did, but he didn't. <laughs> uh, that's it. That's all I got. Thank God. Y'all suck at stuff. Who's next? Thank wow. you. Go ahead, Froggy. I keep mine a lot shorter Please because we, are, we already Christ. know who fucking won all the shit on the show. I don't need to make myself feel Was better. it Jeff Swain? Is that who won all the shit? So, Dewey's Nuts basically already mentioned, you know, preseason show. He said David Johnson was the guy that was going to win you your league. And in order to get David Johnson... Is that transferable to Kenyon Drake? No, it's not. Okay. No, just like Cortland Sutton's not transferable because Emmanuel Sanders left at the end. Is that happen. why? Yeah, that's why Cortland Sutton did anything. Anyway. I'm going to look that up while you go. Uh, 
I, I happened to mention that I just didn't think he was that good. Maybe he was just a one-hit wonder. We showed, I, I said, mentioned some stats that just that one year he was good. Every other year he was just mediocre. Uh, that seems to be the... Uh, that seems to be the right call so far. We'll see if he gets traded away and does something somewhere else. That's it. Louis Nuts, nice season. Good beating you. Thanks, buddy. Try again next year. Ouch. Big Wiz. Really, just those preseason rankings, man, it just kind of puts you in the, in the shithole like you're not even a competitor on the show. I mean, it's really down <laughs> to just uh, me and me and Dweez Nuts at this point. That's got wrong. Uh, so whatever website... <laughs> Whatever website you use to copy and paste onto your spreadsheet, uh, share with the listeners so that they know not to use that website ever again. Yeah, where did you pick your rankings from? Uh, uh, my fantasy, Weebly.com. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, and you know what? When when times are tough, you got to make fun of yourself. And uh, God, I, was ri- I was riding the Justice Hill train all fucking off season. I drafted him in two leagues. I was hoping he was going to do something with that Baltimore offense. I believed in Dewey's nuts when he said they were going to run the shit out of the ball. I just thought Justice Hill could get a little more piece of the pie. A little bit late. But he, yeah, he did a little late. Maybe the transition's into year two. We'll see. But I missed on fucking Justice Hill for sure. Big Wiz, what do you got, buddy? Wait, 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 wait. Before, before, I'm almost, I'm almost got this. Are you still talking? Yeah, before you go. How many shots do you always still with? I got three left, I believe. Is that all? Yeah. I Before, took three of those. I want to say this real quick, okay? Okay. Okay. To your Cortland Sutton point, you said Emmanuel Sanders left. That's why he was anything. Emmanuel Sanders was on the Denver Broncos through week seven. He played through week seven. Do you know where Cortland finished? Cortland Sutton finished? Oh, God. Weeks one through seven? Yeah, he's drunk, folks. Wide receiver 12. <clears throat> Just saying. You're wrong again. Maybe not well, that I, often. I still care about our listeners. Um, they don't, who's still listening to this shit? So, uh, in week 16... <laughs> in week 16, numbnuts... Me? Well, I don't know. I don't think there's anyone else. We lost at least 55% of our <laughs> listeners that week alone when you fucking said Ooh, that O.J. Howard... Would be the number one tight end. I think I picked OJ Simpson. Y'all weren't listening. Did you? Did you say anything about that? If you have any any defense on this, can we take shots? A- any defense? I was drunk, and when I say things drunk, and you guys call me on it, I feel this primal need to defend myself, and I get a little extreme. I, I, what I feel worse about this is we lost more than half of our listeners Zero. because you 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 fucking I and, 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 and not only that. You they, you, they erupted to call you the dumbest fucking podcast host in, in the fucking world. Gary Haddle said that to me on air, I think. Um, Froggy, my only statement to you is this. We have only now what? done three in the pink oh, and two Jesus in the stink two years in a row. You suck. You man. fucking named the game. Did you guys see? Have no, I showed I you? It. I just gave the drop. Have that I? That was... Sh- that was, uh, that was, that was, that was, uh, was, uh... You haven't that finished in... <laughs> what is his name? Gary Adams. No. Let's call it Gary Adams. Charles DeMar. Shinanana? Same no. guy? It's Charles DeMar. I like Shinanana. Um, you do not yeah, like Charles DeMar. Guy. Here's my point to you. I don't even know Charles DeMar, but I've never met Charles DeMar. He does not is care for you. Two years in a row, have you finished positive points? I think I was positive this so year. This year he was barely. Not last year. Barely, like, but, in, in single hey, digits? Hey, I was like, have, you guys, have you guys seen my Devin Singletary jersey that I totally want? No, no, no. Order it yet? It's beautiful. Yeah, it's upstairs. Oh, I guess is. my point to both of you is, one is, you got you claim about your, your fancy stats over here, yes. 
and these RAM numbers, uh, I'll give you credit for. You didn't do so bad. I, I just prefer if both of you guys would try to keep, especially numbnuts. I mean, I know you love Twitter. I do. Twitter loves me. But keep when you, when you put these dumb things out there. Sometimes it does it, it negative impacts. Yeah. I have a thousand followers I, I on Twitter. Twitter. I'm you, just saying. You How are, many do you have? You are closest to Donald Trump. Oh my Christ Almighty! What the fuck shot did that. you yeah, just yeah. fucking say, <laughs> you asshole? Oh boy! If you're still with us, here's some actual advice for you. We're gonna run <laughs> through a bunch of would you rather's. All three of us will give you a very short ver ish version of who we like, why we like them. We're talking about guys for next year's draft. Who do you like better than the next guy? Maybe you're th- looking at keepers this year. Um, maybe you're starting to make your draft rankings, but what we're going to do is just a little... Would you rather... What are you eating? Are you eating food? Gummy bears. God damn it, I love some That's gummy good bears. good with some beer. Fuck Berry yeah. ice and gummy bears. Woo! Let's start at quarterbacks, guys. Uh, we'll run down the <clears throat> studio here. Who you taking if your draft is today? Like season redraft? We're t- like what? Dynasty? Let's, or, no, let's go, just say for, for forward. next season. Yeah. yeah, I know, but redraft? Doesn't matter. It matters. If you want to talk about Dynasty, you talk about Dynasty. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk about redraft, you talk about redraft. Who are you taking at the quarterback position? Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Wiz. I think this one's kind of easy. I, I realize the numbers that Lamar put up, but I think if you look over uh, season over season over season in the last decade, usually number one quarterback does not repeat. We think we talked about that last year. Early. Never happens. It doesn't happen. Um, Mahomes, you see what he does on a week in, week out basis when he fucking plays. If these playoffs he, haven't he, convinced you. He, he's, he, I realize he got injured for a little bit while and there were some issues going on, but he's back, folks. I have a hard time picking against this guy. He is fabulous. I take Mahomes all day long. Yeah. You know, Lamar, ah, I'm a Mahomes truther, baby. And and he's shown now he's, he might be the guy that runs for 50, 60 yards every game just because guy teams are trying to go man-to-man, and he says, fuck you, I'll take off and run. I'm going to go. I'll take Mahomes. I'll flip it here. I'm taking Lamar, and it's because of what we've talked about over and over on the show. Mahomes <clears> is way better an NFL quarterback. This is a guy you would much rather have run in your team, but those you cannot fucking argue those rushing yards. Tony Carey, you about that? You can't. That he's going to finish better next year? Yeah. Yeah. It's a oh, We're starting off right. Already. Next quarterback <laughs> challenge here. I, I'm looking at two guys who are basically three and four. And if you look at anybody's early rankings, if I look at my early rankings, three and four, this is Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson. Who are you taking? We'll flip the script. I'll start. I'm taking Russell Wilson, and that's because I drafted Deshaun Watson this season. And even though he played really well... He had a couple of bust games that fucking hurt. And the amount of sacks he takes, the amount of time he holds the ball, he could not make DeAndre Hopkins anywhere near what he should have been this season. Russell Wilson just seems to get it done year in and year out as underwhelming as an imposing, an unimposing figure as Russell Wilson is. I, I can't deny that he's... So fun to have on your fantasy team. Even if he doesn't finish where Watson does, he's more fun to have on your team than Deshaun Watson. As a quarterback, I like Russell better. I mean, I'd much rather have him in the quarterback of my team. I think he's the better player. Fantasy-wise, though, I'm going to take a stab at Watson just because I feel like a lot of games he turns into a one-man show. 
Seattle loves to run the ball, so I feel like Seattle's always going to have Carson or Penny or somebody pounding the ground where Watson just kind of gets hung out there to dry and do it yourself. So fantasy-wise, I'm going to take Watson. I think it's harder than the first one we just went over. Um, I'm going to have to go with numbnuts on this one. I'll, I'll take Russell Wilson just because of what he does on a week-in, week-out basis. There's too much consistency. I think Watson is an athlete's probably better. Um, there's just too much inconsistency. And that's probably what I'm basing this on. So I will go Russell Wilson. I don't know if it's the, the play calling, the coaching, or just Russell's instincts, but everything he does works. I, it's it's not the play calling. Let, let's let's not let's not give Pete Carroll any credit towards that. I, I think it's Russell Wilson's ability to to make plays happen. Probably. All right, let's go. Last quarterbacks here. We're dropping down a couple of spots here. Who's two, here's two guys that are maybe not great NFL quarterbacks right now. But fantasy-wise, you can't argue their production. Kyler Murray, Josh Allen, who do you like? Mm, it's a tough one, man. That's a good one. Thanks, man. Uh, I appreciate you, bro. You know what? My first thought was, now to stick with it, my first thought was Josh Allen only because of the, the division. Yep. I'm a little more, I'm a, you know, just when you're facing the San Fran and the Seattles and the Rams of the world, I'm a little more uh, concerned for Kyler than I am Josh Allen facing Miami and the Jets, New England. Uh, so I guess first glance to me, Josh Allen. Yeah, we didn't clarify. And probably brought up a good, good statement. Are, are, you, are you drafting just for, for 2020 or are you drafting for, for, oh, yeah. for a dynasty? Um, These two are young guys yeah, on teams they, they that are, are trying young, to build. But, but, but I think Frank brought a good point here. Are you playing against San Fran as a phenomenal defense? I, I, I will I will go the opposite here. I'll take Kyler Murray. I like – I just think he's more athletic than Josh Allen. I have a hard time watching Josh Allen because I don't what think he's that nine good. Nine rushing touchdowns. He's not the good of a quarterback. Um, and, and again, I, I'm openly admitting I have a hard time separating between a good quarterback and a good fantasy quarterback here. Uh, I just think Kyler has a higher ceiling, and that's why I'm drafting. I'm going to take Kyler, too, here. Uh, I, look, back half of the year, Kyler really struggled, but he was hurt. What was it, his shoulder? What was it that was wrong with him? I don't remember. But but he was playing through injury most of that back half, where Josh Allen came on in the back half of the year. Uh, great season for Allen. We cannot deny that. But I think in year two... In Arizona with, uh, what's his coach's name? Cliff Kingsbury. Ryan Gosling. Kyler Murray starts to get it going. Maybe they found their running back in Kenyon Drake. I like Kyler here. Let's switch to the running back position here. I've got four na- four, uh, four would-you-rather questions for you guys. We're going to start with, this one's yours. Todd Gurley, Melvin Gordon moving forward. Did these guys come out at the same time? Well, it feels like they did. This one's a little bit hard just because how... I mean, the, we got a knee injury that who knows when it's going to kick in. We've got a uh, Eckler's probably not going to be there next year. I don't Gordon know what's going to happen. Gordon, Gordon might not be there. Gordon might not be there. Did he just sign his contract? No, did he? Yeah. I haven't heard if he did. Was, yeah. it, a, was I, it a franchise tag last year? Yeah. All right. Well, he was in the last year. Yeah, he, he was, was trying to hold on. Philip Rivers yeah. might not fucking be there right. next year. Right. So it's Gurley versus Melvin Gordon. This is an extremely hard one. If there if there is a hardest list here, it's definitely these two. Um. I'm going to go Gordon. I don't think he's the better running back. If I had to choose them just on pure talent, it's definitely Gurley. I just don't trust Gurley's uh, longevity here. Um, I think it's not unlikely that what you saw him do last year, running back 11, 12, 13. Gordon? Gurley? Gurley. Yeah, about 13. About 13. That might be where he is 
averages Ceiling for the years going forward, forward just because of a concern on yeah. how to use him. I think Melvin Gordon, get him in the right team again, and he will produce. Um, I think you see flashes of him. Gurley, I think there's just the concern with his knee. So I'm going Gordon. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to flip it here. And, and, and I'm really talking about redraft, okay? If I'm moving long run, I don't know. But I'm going to pick Gurley here for next season because, yes, his knee may be a problem at any given moment. But there's so much uncertainty with Melvin Gordon and that Chargers team right now. Will he be on the team? Will his quarterback be on the team? Will Eckler still be on the team with him? Who fucking knows? Todd Gurley played on an offense that is a good offense that had a really bad year. Jared Goff had a fucking garbage year. I, you have to think this offense is due for a bounce back, and a lot of Gurley's production in past years have relied on Jared Goff and his screen game. Uh, I think Gurley has... I think what we saw from Gurley this year is as bad as it's going to get. It's not. It's certainly not going to be worse next year. I think Gurley... This Rams offense, I, ha- I got into the, an argument with somebody about Cooper Cup just today on Twitter about it. I think there's a bounce back coming for the Rams offense. Gurley's going to be a beneficiary there. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going with you, Dewey's Nuts. I'm going to take, uh, take Todd Gurley in this one. Somehow he, he still managed 12 touchdowns on the ground, two in the air. He still ended up with 14 total touchdowns. Gordon's 26. Or 27, and Gurley might be 25, 26? He's a little younger, yeah. Uh, yeah, Gordon is you know, 27. We, we talked about it a lot of times, Gordon, you know, what's it, you know, you look at his stats, last season was his only year over four yards per carry. That is your favorite He stat. again bounced back to 3.8 this season. What a stud. 3.8. God, I'd love to have that. Although, Todd Gurley, speaking of, if you look at his, his was also 3.8 this oh, season. Geez, oh, son of a bitch. But, uh, yeah, I think there's a little more unknown to Gordon. I think McVay's smart enough now to just say, fuck it. You know, Gurley, I'm going to use you till you're fucking done. Like, if you, if you, didn't, if you didn't learn that about yeah. this last season, Henderson. then you're fucking an idiot. I hope he uses him up in Daryl Henderson. <laughs> yeah, Darryl no, Henderson. that's your goal. Like, maybe one more year. Maybe two, and then that's it. Fucking you're out of there. We Gurley. have Henderson on our dynasty. I'll take Gurley. Here's a really interesting running back pair for you guys. On one hand, we have Kenyon Drake, who seems to finally have found a home on that Cardinals offense where he can be what people have expected from him since he came out of college. And on the other hand, we have this year's uh, rookie stud who came in and supposedly has should have earned the starting role on a Philly offense that might be good next year. It's Kenyon Drake versus Miles Sanders. Who are you taking next year, maybe moving forward? What's your picker? Because this is one that, like, I honestly don't know what I'm going to say. Uh... <laughs> Wiz, you got this one? Anybody have an answer here? You need me to take this one? It's your turn, bud. All right. So uh, I, I, I just led this one off. I led Gurley and Gordon off, so it's your turn. All right. Um, Man, I have a little bit of love for Kenyon Drake. But I don't know if Kling- Kingsbury is a true kind of workhorse back type. Um, yet to be known for me. And Kenyon Drake just hasn't really shown that he's worthy of a season-long production-type running back. Has Miles Sanders? No, but he hasn't shown otherwise either. 
Uh, Kenyon Drake has shown otherwise that teams will not believe in him for a full season. Well, he's shown that for three, se- three he's, seasons. He's shown that Adam Gase won't, but Adam Gase won't believe in Devontae uh, Parker either. I, I continue to think my, uh, the Eagles will have a pretty good offense over these next couple years with Carson Wentz. They pick up some receivers in the draft. Uh, they should be you know, an above 500 team playing winning football, which means I think Miles... Well, yeah, I'm going to pick Miles Sanders in this one, uh, although I do have some secret Kenyon Drake love. Like secret, like in your bathroom? Secret, jerk-off, sessions, late in night. I'll go here. Yes. I, geez, this is a tough one for me. You know Miles Sanders was my favorite skill set back coming out last season? Kenyon Drake's skill set is also really good. How would but Miles Sanders work in your algorithm this season? I don't know. I, you know, I haven't <laughs> you should plug back. some of those guys I'm in I'm going to do year. it for yeah. the last couple of years yep. to see how that pans out. I'm I'm going to take Kenyon Drake here, and this is this is hinging on the fact that Arizona doesn't go out and get another running back, okay? This is hinging on the fact that David Johnson moves on to a new team this year. Well, you can't. No, those it are not part should, of this. It's not should part Kenyon of this Drake and I, what I'm saying is I expect these things, and I expect Kenyon Drake to be the starting back coming into next season on this team, having a whole offseason to learn this offense. He came in halfway through the year and immediately started scoring 30, 40-point fantasy days. And shitload of carries. Yeah, it wasn't that. Shitload it was, of he, carries. He's been to running the ball. Yeah, 20. Randomly. 20, so, 25 carries for So, Kenyon look, Drake. I'm picking Drake because I expect him to be the guy – Starting right now, moving forward, I expect the the office and <coughs> coaching staff to to tell him, "Hey, we want you to be the guy. We show trust in you. We're not going to go get somebody else." And I think he's going to come in and perform. He's he his skill set matches what this offense wants to do: go fast, move fast, make huge fucking plays in the passing game or rushing game. Give me Kenyon Drake. Yeah, this one's a little bit easier for me. I'm, I'm with Froggy. It's it, it's pretty it's pretty clear. Miles Sanders is it, you know. I guess Kenyon Drake's has proven that, that he's not trustworthy. Miles Sanders just might be. Finishes running back number 14, I'll take it. All right, next grouping here, Mark Ingram, Marlon Mack, guys. I'm taking Marlon Mack here. I, you know I like Mark Ingram. We've talked about it lots. I like Mark Ingram. But Marlon Mack, should he have stayed healthy this year, based on the way he started the season, could have been great. We'll see who ends up the quarterback there next year. Jacoby Brissett was not very good, though. Marlon Mack can play the position. Mark Ingram is not going to be the pass-catching back in Baltimore. Marlon Mack is not going to be the pass-catching back in Indianapolis. That's the only leg up somebody can claim on Mack. I think Mack on the ground at this point in his career, in his life, at his age, is a better choice than Ingram. I'm up number two here. I guess uh, I will also go with Marlon Mack. Mark Ingram's too old. Marlon Mack is young. He plays with the best offensive lineman, at least offensive guard in the game. It's pretty hands down. It's Marlon Mack. You know, when I look at these two guys, I just feel very blah, very bland. But in real honesty, if you have one of these guys as your RB2 in fantasy, you're fine. You're awesome. But for some reason, these two guys don't pop off to me as like, Ooh, fun RB2s. They're not exciting. Like they're, yeah, exactly. They're not exciting, but this is exactly the guys you want as RB2. Find me a guy that'll score me 13 to 16 points every week, and that's probably both of these guys next season. 
But because of the youth and the offensive line and my slight hatred towards Mark Ingram and the love for Justice Hill, I'm going to go three-way tag team on this one and go with Marlon Mack. All right, last running back selection here. we got Aaron Jones, who we've talked about in a different uh, comparison earlier, so I think I know how this is going to go. Or <laughs> Josh Jacobs, a slant here. Let's look at this one, dynasty purposes, long-term purposes. Josh Jacobs, Aaron Jones. Mine? Yes, sir. I will still take Aaron Jones. I think he's more talented running back. Um, he plays with Aaron Rodgers, who still has, what, four four, four more years playing the game. Josh Jacobs is very good. Ceiling just not the same to me. Aaron Jones is a phenomenal running back, receiver, everything in the actual package. Froggy brought it up. Jacobs might lack the longevity or the durability, which is a concern. Look, I'm going to jump in here, Froggy. Sorry. You say Aaron Jones' ceiling is better than J- Aaron Jones' ceiling is CMC's ceiling. Like, they, he, Aaron Jones beat CMC on something like seven, six or seven weeks on the season. You're not wrong. This kid can fucking get it done. Uh, and, and I love Aaron Jones. However, if I'm going dynasty, I'm going to throw us a curveball here. I'm taking Josh Jacobs. Uh, I'm not even sure why. Well, that's a good that's a good reason. I like that. I, I, I'm taking Josh Jacobs. So you say his question, his longevity. His injury was a broken shoulder, right? The injuries that concern us as fantasy football players are soft tissue stuff, right? If they're pulling ligaments, tearing ligaments, pulling muscles. Those are issues. Broken bones, those are not repeat injuries. I'm not worried about Stay that Stay on at the all. field, brother. As Stay on the field. As lo- he's, he played two games with that broken shoulder before he let anybody put him out. As long as Gruden is there, Josh Jacobs will get so many more touches than Aaron Jones. It's not even fucking funny. Okay, argument. Except when you bring up Cadillac Williams. Okay. And how bad Giant Gruden burnt him into the ground. It's yeah. true. Yeah. It's true. In two years. He was done. That's a good point. But we he may do that to Jacobs over the next couple. Right. Maybe. Well, good... he's got one year left, so let's see if he does it. That's a great point, Wiz. Uh, my only fear is that the Packers go out and draft a running back to compliment Jones. Kind of just because that's Lafleur. are you smoking? That's Lafleur. He he's not a fucking 70% running back guy. He's more of a 55-45 guy. He tried to do it with Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams is just not very good. Not very good. Or but Aaron if he Jones finds is that, that much guy, better. Yeah, but it didn't matter because how many times did we say, oh, Aaron Jones is so much better, give him the fucking ball. They did but would he? No. Jamal Williams was still piecing. Are you picking Jacobs with me? <laughs> I got to agree with you on something on this fucking Please session. Please do. I'm going to go with Josh Jacobs with you, buddy. All right, wide receivers. Here's two that I think are really actually quite tough to pick between. Kenny Galladay, who finished better than you think he did. I don't care where you think he finished. He finished better than you think he, he did. nine touchdowns. Or and Devontae Parker, who in the back half of the season was the wide receiver two behind only Michael Thomas. Who do you like better going into next season? Who can repeat what they did? Remember, Kenny Galladay played with who at quarterback? I'm Bluff, a, off, I'll start this one off as a Kenny Lions, as a Lions fan. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Galladay is going to have one of the better quarterbacks in the league throwing him the ball. Um, Devontae Parker only stepped up once Preston Williams got hurt. Preston Williams was kind of their number one receiver up until the point of injury. Um, so I think that's kind of a more of a two-horse race next season. 
So I'm going to take Mr. Galladay from my hometown Lions. Lock it in. Never pick with your hometown. Has that nobody ever told you that? <clears throat> Here's the problem with Stafford. You remember Tony Romo. The first time he broke his back, he, he played a little bit. He came back, he played a little bit, he came back, he played a little bit, then he retired. Because when you break your back, it's hard not to break your back again. Stafford's already done it twice. I think Stafford has a really hard time. I don't think Stafford will play a whole year next year. If he plays half a season, I'll be surprised. I'm going to take Devontae Parker here because I think Devontae Parker, since the day he was brought into the NFL, he he was brought in to be a fucking stud wide receiver one. He suffered from Adam Gase syndrome for years and years and years. And once he finally got it going, I don't see Devontae Parker going back on that. Like, he's going, to me, he's going to be a wide receiver one, top 15, for the next three years, easy. Kenny Galladay did a lot of what he did on touchdowns. He had a lot of fucking touchdowns. Does that repeat if Bloff, what's his fuck, plays 10 games next year? I don't know that it does. Give me Devontae Parker. Yes, like said, this is a hard one. Um, Kenny Gallagher versus Devontae Parker. Devontae Parker put up big numbers in there behind, and Fitzy was back there just chucking the fucking ball. I just don't have a lot of cons- I don't have any confidence that Fitzy's the longest quarterback there. I don't have any confidence. They're going to take Tua. They take Tua there. Um, I, Devontae Parker's no. a very talented individual. Don't take anything away from that. He, he purely is. He's lots of talent. I think Kelly, Kenny Gallagher is in a long term better position to put up fantasy points. Again, taking the, the uh, taking the maybe the football out of it, but just fantasy only on fantasy. Kenny Galladay has a higher seal or a higher floor, I would say. It. Um, so give me Kenny Galladay. All right, let's go wide receivers on the same goddamn team. We've mentioned this team earlier with Jameis and his questionable return. Who do you like better? I'm up. moving forward. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. It's an easy decision to me. Uh, Mike Evans is bigger. He might be. I'm not sure he's faster, but he's definitely bigger. I just think the better wide receiver is Chris Godwin. I think the coach knows it. Everyone else knows it. I will give me Chris Godwin. He's more. I think he's higher, a much, much higher ceiling than Evans. Evans is very inconsistent. Still gives you, what, 10 TDs, 5 TDs, or 2 TDs. Doesn't fucking matter. It's inconsistent. Godwin's not that. Um, I don't think Godwin's is a long-term player in, in Tampa. So you said this backwards, I think. Maybe you did it on accident, but... Uh, there is literally no wide receiver ceiling in the league higher than Mike Evans' week-to-week ceiling. Uh, but Chris Godwin is by far and away the higher floor on this team. Give me Chris Godwin. I'd rather have a floor guy that you can get in the third, fourth round than a ceiling guy that you're taking in the second or third round. I like Chris Godwin. <clears throat> Let me lock this in here. Big win. Taking Mike Evans? No, no. Backwards. Oh. We both both took Godwin. Well, this is another triple dipper then, motherfuckers, because you know I don't love me any Mike Evans very much. You fucking hate Mike Evans. Color Uh, of his skin. Yeah. It's just white enough that you're like, how dare you fucking front like you look like Like, I'm taking taking Chris Godwin all day long. Let's go to my boy. Alan fucking Robinson. You know you're my boy, Alan Robinson. Listen I, to the show. I put, I put I him. I put him as the fifth. I put him heads up 
I didn't. That's the versus. I put him heads up. He's he's. Oh Jesus! I put him heads up versus Tyler Lockett this year, guys. Who do you like more, Tyler Lockett? Who look? Lockett looked like he had been taken over by DK Metcalf until what that last playoff game where Lockett went for 160 yeah. yards and a couple of tutties. And, and you went Metcalf. to measure 43rd wide receiver, and you measure 29th. Who do you like? I'll go first. Who am I gonna fucking say? Uh, here's what I'm saying. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna pick Allen Robinson here. Uh, as much as I hate Trubisky, Nagy second half of the season figured out, hey, calling fancy plays is not gonna work. He deleted half of his play card, and Trubisky started to look good again. DK Metcalf is coming on. DK Metcalf will fucking Disley when he gets back. These guys take away a lot of Tyler Lockett's opportunities. Will Lockett have a lot of big games? Yes, I think Lockett's ceiling is higher, but Allen Robinson's floor seems to be way higher because like I tweeted today, Allen Robinson is the guy that's trusted in the red zone. Allen Robinson is the guy that's trusted on third down. He's very sure-handed. He runs a nice clean route, and Trubisky, even if he's struggling, looks to Robinson. Give me Robinson over Lockett, who's losing ground snap and target-wise on his own team. I am jumping on your train, buddy. Alan Robinson is my guy. He's my fucking guy. For this season. Uh, I brought it up in our early risers and fallers that I thought Tyler Lockett was one of my early fallers with uh, the up-and-coming DK Metcalf maybe taking over the potential number one receiver. Lockett's still going to have his handful of good games, but Robinson is the go-to motherfucker. In that passing offense. Watch Anthony when, Miller uh, coming up, though. Uh, Anthony Miller only did anything because Taylor Gabriel was hurt. Allen Robinson Taylor is Gabriel the Robinson. man. So, I'm going with Allen. I like Tyler Lockett. He's a good receiver, but you guys said earlier, uh, Metcalf is a fucking beast. He's phenomenal. Um, yeah. and, and he's taking things over in Seattle. Allen Robinson is the hands-down number one wide receiver. Like I said, in 2019... On a Bears offense that that should be better than it is, be um, better than it was last this season. Next year will be better. I'm than not willing season. to convince. I, I'm not convinced by that until Nagy gets his head out of his ass, which is gonna be hard to do. Pretty sure. It's but I like Allen Robinson a lot. Two more wide receivers here for you guys: Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley, I believe, scored more fantasy points than Julio Jones in, in half the games he played with Julio Jones. This season, I know the last four or five weeks he beat out Julio. Jones still finished top five before. No. Finish. Julio had a good last couple weeks. Yeah, because Ridley, Ridley got. got what hurt. I'm saying is yeah. Ridley got hurt. The yeah. last four or five before he got hurt, Ridley outplayed Julio. Do you like Calvin Ridley or Robert Woods, who struggled early, got hurt, and then came back and was looking <laughs> at 15 targets, 18 targets a game after he got back? Who do you like better next season? In two offenses that have to be better than they were this season. Yeah, to me, this is kind of a coin toss. Um, but I'm going to give the slightest edge to Calvin Ridley because I think he's pretty clearly the number two. But Austin Hooper's, Austin Hooper's making a case for number two as well. Um, Woods is... That offense is... Just, the way that Rams offense finished, I don't know yet what it's going to look like. I have a little more faith that I know the Atlanta offense is still going to be pretty pass-heavy. Uh, so that's going to push me slightly towards Calvin Ridley. 
I'm with Froggy on this. I'll Kevin Kevin Ridley. Um, he's a good he's a good enough receiver. Atlanta throws the ball a fucking ton and, and, and really and really fits in that offense. I have more concern just to what LA Rams are. I don't understand. I don't know where Robert Wood Wood fits in. I don't know where this offense is going. They're just too much. Uh, I don't I don't have a lot of faith in where McVay is at. To be honest with you, yeah. I think. Uh... Boy, old drunk. We all love it. I'm sober <laughs> as fuck. Um, so, here's the thing about Robert Woods. Robert Woods established himself very clearly this season as the number one on this team. I've yeah, in the first five weeks. Not in the first five weeks. In, in the last, last fucking ten weeks. But who scored the touchdowns? Two. Yeah, it wasn't him. It was Robert uh, Woods. Yeah, he only, that's true. He only had two. Cooper Cup is... The touchdown guy. Flip it. Calvin Ridley scores touchdowns on his team. I, I'm still taking... I think I'm taking Robert Woods in this one, guys. What? what why do you select Robert Woods? I, I What I know is that Robert Woods is going to get more targets, more catches, Fish more it. yards than Calvin Ridley. He had two TDs last year. Yeah, and six before that, five right. before that. Not yeah, a ton. Not. He's not a huge touchdown guy. Uh, but... Two years in a row now, he's over 1,100 yards receiving, you know, only 700 and 800 yards a few seasons ago. That was only on 11 games. Has he finished a full season once, but in the last three years? Yeah, if he can get it together and stay on the field 16 games, I feel confident he's going to go 1,200 yards again. And if he can go five touchdowns and 1,200 yards, to me, that's that's just as good as eight touchdowns and 700 yards, which is Calvin Ridley is going to do. I'll take the consistency of targets, catches, and a half PPR over the the potential of two or three, two or three, two and three touchdown games that you're going to get from Calvin Ridley. Give me the give me the solid floor guy over the huge ceiling guy. The problem I have with Woods is that not only is Cooper Cup there, who's going to give you most of the Let's say he's a red zone guy. Let's assume that's gonna be eight, nine, ten TDs. Yeah, Gur- yeah. Gurley's a f- Gurley's going to get the ball. The sure. tight ends are gonna start. Those tight ends are Higby's fucking, fucking good. Everett's gonna be gone yeah. next year. Yeah. Okay, so Woods might be the two, might be the three, might be the fourth option in the red zone. He might be. He might be. Ridley, on the other hand, Julio Jones is a phenomenal wide receiver. Phenomenal, but he doesn't give you TDs. Well, Ridley, Ridley gets the benefit of Julio getting doubled and tripled. How does he does? You know, so like Rid- yeah. Ridley looks great. Oh, one-on-one coverage, Ridley? Yeah, I'm going to throw it to you all fucking so, day. So the reason, look, the reason I'm picking Woods here is this. Like, Calvin Ridley may well finish higher in fantasy I, I understand rankings, what you're saying. I agree. He's Woods, a consistent on a given, player. Any given week... Woods is less likely to put up a three-point right. fantasy game Woods than is Calvin a six-for-seventy guy. Is I'm taking Robert Woods in the seventh round all day as a guy that I don't need to go nuts because I'll draft my fucking high, big, big low, bust, boom-bust guys early and give me my consistency with a guy like Woods uh, in the middle round. So is that number two? Is, is this a two receiver position? So here's what I was thinking. I was thinking, all right, this is your third receiver. If it's third receiver, I'm thinking Ridley. Well, no, this is what I'm saying. What do you want out of that guy? Do you <laughs> want do you want the consistent points, or do you oh, want that guy shots. that could go for 35? Yeah. 
well, your your roster might say what you want. 100%. Maybe your running backs and your other receivers are more hit or miss guys. Then you want Woods. Yeah. Maybe you got maybe you got fucking Michael Thomas who's consistent every fucking week says, "Oh, fuck, I'm going to play Ridley then you can because I can suck up bust. a three-point week and still win." And then if I go 30 out of Michael and 30 out of Ridley, I'm putting up high score of the week yeah. and saying, it's a, fuck you It's a roster construction thing yeah. for sure because you have a lot of ceiling in Ridley and you have a high-ass floor in Woods for sure. And, and you don't have to draft these guys even as your wide receiver two, maybe late twos. Let's give some tight ends. I see Bullfrog checking his clock. Always. We are two and a half hours in, though. Jesus. Tight ends, guys. I've got two collections for you. Kelsey and Kittle, clearly the one-two. At the end of the year. In fact, through 17 games, the average the exact same amount of fantasy points. Even though George Kittle scored only five touchdowns on the year. I said his cap was at six. Both of you said at least seven on the year. He scored five last year. He scored five this year. Kelsey scored ten, but they scored the same amount uh, Kel- Kel- of Kel- fantasy Kel- points. Kelsey had five touchdowns this year. Thank per you. game. Kelsey what? had five receiving you touchdowns. Five per year. game, buddy. Kelsey had five touchdown catches this Maybe season. Maybe I included his playoffs. Ten last, ten last game. year. Five. They both had five. Okay. Well, Kelsey scored three in one he did. quarter he did in a three. playoff game. He did have three. Who do you like better, Kelsey Kittle, going in next season? I know where the Wiz is going, so we'll start with you. You know where I'm going. I don't. I, think I don't Kelsey... pay attention to you when you talk. Oh, okay. Well, you should, because I've won every fucking Shut category. This Kel- Kelsey, I think,'s hit his peak. I think he's on his... Very proud of you. That's very nice. Proud of you, buddy. I think he's on his march down. Kittle's only on the way up, baby. Kittle all day, every day. Lock it in. Here's why you're wrong. Okay. Here's why you're fucking wrong. I mean, Mahomes obviously helps Kelsey, but whatever. What is it that Kittle... What is it that Kittle enjoys doing most on the field? He likes to block. Yes. He likes to win. That's why I like him. He's a winner. I like him. To block George Kittle is is a fine wide receiver, a fine tight end. He's fine. I say he plays tight end. Not wide He's a fine tight end. Travis Kelsey is a stud receiving. As far as a receiver goes, George Kittle is fine, but Kelsey (coughs) is the fucking man. He can't block for shit. I don't actually know how good a blocker he is, but he's a great goddamn receiver. You're right. And when it comes down to it. Kelsey's the one getting the ball thrown his way. He's going to be 31, man. Stats show that I don't tight ends hit that 30, boy. They start fucking falling. He's going to be the next Antonio Is right? Gates. Is that the number? 30? That's the number for tight ends, baby. He's going to be the next Gates who's questionable to Probably play every week. Thank you, Kelsey. Kittle oh, missed I more I time. I love some Kelsey. Kittle missed more time than Kelsey this past year. Just saying. What do you got, Wiz? Well, Kittle had more receptions than Kelsey, correct? I don't know. Yes. Travis Kelsey had 97 receptions. I don't think Kittle had that many. Did not? Kittle had 85. 97 to 85. Both had five touchdowns. That'd be a tiebreaker. 1,053 um, yards to 1,229. I'm going to go with the higher ceiling. I'll go with Kittle. It's pretty easy to me. Um, I think Kittle's a better overall player than Kelsey is. Then Kelsey relies on Mahomes. When Mahomes wasn't there, he disappeared. Where's Mahomes going? Oh, get injured again? Oh, shut the fuck up. Last tight end marks here. We got Zach We're Ertz. there. We're finally there. We got Zach Son Ertz. of a bitch. Seems to have fallen a little from grace. Actually, <clears throat> can I tell you that Zach Ertz finished better than you think he did? I don't care where you think Zach Ertz three, finished. right? He finished, I think it was four. 
He finished better than you think he did. Or Mark Andrews most touchdowns for a tight end on the season with 10. That's what I was saying was 10. It was Mark Andrews. Go ahead. Wiz? Wiz? I'm not ready yet. I'll go. I'll go first. I'm taking Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews was my boy going in this season. There's three tight ends on this team that catch the ball. I don't care. Mark Andrews is a stud. We've seen Goddard impose his will a little bit on that Philadelphia Eagles offense. I think Baltimore's offense scores more points than Philly's offense does next year. And Mark Andrews, look, Mark Andrews catches touchdowns. That's what he does. Lamar Jackson trusts Mark Andrews, second-year player this year, third-year player next season. He trusts him in the end zone, in the red zone. This is where he looks when it comes to touchdown time. That's who I want on my fantasy team for next to nothing because I promise you, as well as Mark Andrews played this season, Ertz is going to be drafted at least two, three rounds ahead of him. Yeah, I don't think you're wrong on that. I know who's going to draft for first. I, I like Ertz a lot. I think he's purely a, a receiving tight end. He doesn't block or shit. Um, the problem here is that Dells Goddard is a phenomenal tight end. Uh, he finished number nine overall, number ten overall, right? Um, tight end position, that doesn't mean much. Dells Goddard. Dells Goddard was a very good tight end, and he's going to keep, he's going to keep stealing from Zach Ertz is the problem here. I think Mark Andrews, if I have to draft these two head up, I think Andrews is a higher... Um... Ooh, higher ceiling, probably. Zach Ertz finished 5-3 in ours. There you go. Half point PPR, 1 through 17. It's <clears throat> fine. Oh. He must have. Waller's 3. Because you have him at 3 on our. Well, if I go, you go 16. Yeah. Who do you got? Oh, it's up to me? Uh. He did finish 3 through week 16, yeah. Mark Andrews, 64 catches. Ertz, 88. Let me just put this out there real quick. Zach Ertz finished ahead of George Kittle. Just saying. Yeah, he did. week 16. Go ahead. He didn't play that much. We uh, missed. Yes, he missed two games. Oh, uh, yeah, this is pretty. This is a tough one, man. I'm going to guess I'm going to base this on kind of what you said, draft capital. I think, who'd you go with, Ertz? I went Andrews. Oh, okay. Just because of draft capital, I think, this upcoming season, I think Ertz is still going to be pretty highly touted as far as tight ends go and go probably too early for me. So I'll jump on the Mark Andrews train as well with the YouTube motherfuckers. God damn it. We have to stop this show. I'm drunk. Who's drunk? Yeah. Thank God we're stopping did it. Did you take 13 shots today? With no, I don't I believe you did. I think I took 10. We took a fucking 7. 10. Mostly blue curacas. You down to my territory. Yeah. <laughs> How many shots of straight whiskey did you do, though, you bitch? Zero. Four. Oh, you did, though? So? Yeah, did you take any makers, Mark? No. I didn't. My makers. Um, look, guys, before we leave, a couple things. If you're still listening, great. Go subscribe to the show. I don't care where. We don't write have us, any listeners. Write us a review. On I'll iTunes. probably listen. I'm on my way to work. So write us a review, Bullfrog, <laughs> on iTunes. Catch us on Twitter. At Dewey's Nuts, all these no S's, or at YFF, the Bullfrog. Email us anything you want to know. We'll talk about it at uh, yourfootballfantasy.gmail.com. At gmail.com. Yourfootballfantasy.weebly.com is our website. In a few weeks, 
You will be able to find me and the... What are you fucking looking at? Jesus Christ. In a few weeks, you will be able to find me and the Bullfrog on uh, one of our close friends' podcast, Fantasy In Session. If you haven't heard them, check them out. They're a new show, but they get they get, they get get a lot of shit right. Are going to be on there? They're a lot like you. We're going to be on there. Oh, shit. We're a Dynasty startup draft with them, and we're going to be talking about that draft here soon. Check them out between now and then. Worth it a couple of guys from... Down in the dirty south, ATL. Boy, you're going to want to check it out. Uh, we'll let you know when we're going to be there. We will be back in two fucking weeks. What will we be talking about? I don't know. You don't know. I'm too drunk to talk about it right now. So just tune in and find out. Thanks for listening. Fuck off. We'll uh, catch you later. Thank you for listening to another episode of Your Football Fantasy. Now pull up your pants, subscribe, and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can find more from these limp dick butt pirates at www.yourfootballfantasy.weebly.com.